0: Hey everyone, welcome to the new episode of Do It with Rio. I'm really excited to invite Z on today. Thanks for coming, Z. Hey, do you want to give everyone a little bit of an intro about, about who you are?
1: All right, thanks, John, for inviting So, my name is Z. So, I'm founder and CEO of Monster Asia. So, what we do is we are in a mission to build and discover talent. So, especially what we do is really in uh, building a t- uh, talent engagement and development platform to really empower the future young, uh, young people. To be an asset you know to, to add values to our uh, industry and the businesses
0: I'm really excited to have you on board because you've had a very interesting journey with your company uh, largely using interns fresh grads and very young professionals to build the business and, and until it got to a certain size and you, and you could hire more experienced professionals but it's a really interesting journey and I think I think we first met back in 2015, something like that, when when I was at iFlix. And, um, what's that? Six, when six I first years started ago.
1: my business, yeah. Yeah, six, it six doesn't years seem years
0: like years. six years ago. Um, but it's uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a long time to have known you. It's great to get you uh, on, onto the podcast. Um, I, I've seen all the adverts for the Monster Awards coming up as well, right? Um, yeah. When when, when when will that be? I know the submissions end soon. When's the actual ceremony going to be?
1: the award is basically most Awards, the asia young talent awards it's happening on hmm. 20th november uh 8 to 10 so it's a live uh, finale show on, on 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 facebook and yeah everyone can go check out the the brightest young talent that in asia that will be showcased there nice. yeah.
0: fantastic. It's, it's a shame the pandemic has affected it and i've been to the two uh live events physical one
1: uh, yeah physical
0: events uh and they were fantastic it's such a shame you can't do uh, the, the physical events anymore um, but yeah, looking forward to the virtual the virtual session. Um, so what I really wanted to talk to you about today was to really understand that journey you've been through um, and how you've really used um, uh, the assets that you've been that have been available to you as in your business, helping uh, give interns experience and helping companies find good interns, using those interns to build your, your own business. Um, so I mean, what what has been some of the main issues for you actually i think that's what people will most uh, want to hear about when you're when you're using interns to build your business how do you maintain that kind of consistency within your business as interns are coming in and out um how do you keep your company going in the, the correct direction
1: yeah i started when I started my business, it's, it's not immediately I want to hire intern. It's just that at that time, I don't have money to hire anyone. <laughs> so that's why you need to start with intern. And because to survive for your business, you start figuring out what can you do with your current resources and, you know, skill and expand from there. So, of course, when I first started until now, uh, we still hire uh, intern and a lot of young, uh, fresh grads in our team. Uh, I think one thing is, is important is to... Um, from, uh, create um, a system around it. Like, you don't need to really always be there and repeating and repeat and repeat and repeat the same thing again. Because for yeah. them, they just need a proper guidance and direction. They don't need to have the hoo-ha thing that you always need to host party for them. But what mm. they need is clarity. So as especially if you are uh, uh, engaging with a young talent or intern, it's important to show them what is the expectation what, what are the processes? And then really get them in, on board into the system. And the rest of the thing, they will know how to do it. Of course, in and out, you can give certain guidance and pair them up with someone who has experience in the team mm. to, to bring them uh, through this whole process. So I, yeah. I feel it's as simple as how you do the onboarding with your employees. It, it goes same to the, the intern as well. It's just that you mm. can put a bit more effort in providing clarity and guidance. Yeah
0: got it and i i've always been really interested in company culture um especially the difference between the real culture on the one hand and the the culture that you project on social media uh on on, on the other hand um i think it's very easy to show a certain culture on social media but it's not so easy to maintain and build a culture even in a very established company with people coming in people coming out um every every person who joins has an influence on the culture um but for a company like yourself, where uh, a lot of the employees don't necessarily have long uh, tenures, uh, how how do you maintain the culture that that you want, and and how has your culture kind of evolved as you as 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 your company has grown? Mm,
1: culture is one. Uh, we stand very strongly for our core values, uh, whereby mm. we we just not not don't, don't do it just because of putting at the wall and then repeating it and read, read this yeah. is our value. But we practice, we really practice it. So for example, uh, really uh, learning growth is one of our, our our core values. So what we do is we even implement it in every meeting. Before we start our meeting, the, always the five minutes is a learning space. So you mm. can learn anything. You, you share anything that you, you feel like <clears> sharing. It's like five ways to exercise and keep fit in 20 minutes, things like that. So we always have this culture to, what we, 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 we write, we actually take action and practice it internally. That is one. And I think that is also the reason why uh, the team are really excited to, to meeting now. <laughs> so, okay, today I'm going to share. I'm the teacher. The next week, another one will share. So, so that is the culture that uh, keeps it going. And another thing is, uh, as I say, because we work with a lot of young people, certain rules are implemented. So we, we do have uh, our three golden rules. So whatever we do, we have to follow that. Like, you know, we have to keep everyone in the loop. When you are questioning yeah. on... You, you have question on certain things, always seek to understand first. And lastly, got each other back. So we always implement, I mean, these rules that I say, hey, you know, you're not following rules number three. Uh, you miss out. Even me, they say, Z, you're assu- assuming a lot of things already. You know, it's time to seek to yeah. understand first before you jump into conclusion. So these are the practice that we really, you know, remind each other and 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 really implement it. in.
0: It's, it's interesting in- because in... In a large company where you hire mostly experienced professionals, they, they've worked in an office before, they, they've worked in a professional environment before, and there's certain rules when you work in any kind of office environment, and you slowly pick them up in your first three months, six months, a year, uh, and they become embedded into you, right? So when you move companies, they've, they've got these same basic rules of certain level of politeness, certain level of this. Um, and when you have interns come in in an established company, they see everyone adhering to these rules, and they just automatically start to follow them. But when you have a company of interns, it must be harder, right? And you have to you have to actually really establish these rules uh, and, and and spend time to actually educate people on what is the right way to behave in a in, in a in a professional environment. Um, That's one of one of the things I've always struggled with with interns. I've I've managed large teams of, of professionals and especially with recruitment, it can be very KPI driven. So with my experienced team members, I'm very used to just driving them on how many CVs they, they find, how many interviews they do, of, of course, how many placements they make. But when I have interns in my team, for some reason, I, 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 I struggle to be a boss and I, 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 I naturally fall into the role of father. <laughs> um, which means i i don't I, I, I find it hard to push them and drive them and find it hard to i, I love the mentoring part and the teaching and, and things like this but I find it really hard to drive them and push them and set them really meaningful targets to to, to measure their performance um, how 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 do you measure and track the performance and how do you kind of measure how how to set goals which are um, achievable but also push people to their their limits? And, and give them the experience that they would need for a, a meaningful internship.
1: Um, I think first thing first is really setting the expectation first before mm-hmm. setting the the KPI. So we, we we always said, what's what's your strength, what's your expect, expertise here, and how you how is your working style. Yeah. So so kind of understand that. Then that's when we allocate the the KPI according what they are able to. To perform as well. So we really communicate first. Then after that we set a big benchmark on the KPI and then get them to drive. So of course yeah. because they are intern, they are their their KPI are not exactly like a big thing, but it's really under the department. They do support in driving certain things for that. So um so to, to, to us right is to really know what's the angle, showing the expectation and telling them why are we achieving that and mm. then your role play this part and and you, you will need to achieve this to get there. And in order to get, get there, so what we do is we have a lot of feedback session. If we kind of gauge yeah. that in an in a OKR, because we implement OKR in a weekly basis, and we have our daily hurdle to, to measure our daily matrix as well. So we kind mm-hmm. of could monitor. We have daily matrix and also weekly OKR and monthly meeting, right? So through this uh, process, we can, we can actually gauge whether they could hit the KPI even before our deadline. So yeah. if we, we realize that a hey, actually not growing, at some problem there, uh, that's a where we have feedback, and we need to troubleshoot uh, the problem in our tactical agenda. Is it because of uh, the personal issue, or is it because really the goal is setting too high, and and it goes back to really business one hundred one, knowing how can we, you know, uh, get to alignment on how what are feasible or not. So so yeah, to me, yeah. I'm doing this normal way. <laughs> I feel. <laughs> Get you there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I, 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 uh, I love interviewing interns, but I, I, I don't like making decisions on hiring when it comes to interns. When, I, when, I, when I'm hiring my own team uh, of experienced people, I know exactly what I'm looking for. What, but when, I, when I'm hiring interns, I, I, I guess I'm looking much more for potential rather than raw experience. So I always struggle to, to really uh, uh, make that decision on hiring and make an intelligent decision. How 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 do you decide? Because obviously your 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 company as a whole is meeting and talking and engaging with thousands of, of students and internship seekers and, and fresh grads. How how do you decide which ones you want to join Monster?
1: This is a very very good question. I just posted something on my uh, Facebook the other day. I said I look for any talent by this three I. Let me look back and let you know this three eye. The first <laughs> eye, yeah, it's a three eye thing. Let me let me just quickly get into it. Okay, first three main criteria. First one is intelligent. Like when mm. through the conversation, are they intelligent enough to deal with certain things? EQ is very important. <laughs> Second, mm. integrity. Then third yeah. is initiative. So I kind of will gauge with them: are they in this three eye? If they are intelligent. They are integrity, but you know, they are too smart. Their initiative is not strong. They were kind of like, uh, then these people we will say no to. If you are integrity and initiative, but they are not intelligent enough, not smart enough, straight smart enough to go around things, oh, sorry, you know, uh, uh, we will not have you too. So we will ask questions to kind of gauge with these three I, uh, decide whether we want them or not. And these are also the core we believe, uh, towards their potential. Yeah, it's not the hard skill. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I often, when I'm interviewing. interviewing, In terms, I often tell a corny joke um, just to see if they laugh or not, to see if they get it. Yeah. Uh, one, one it shows if they do get it, it shows a, a kind of certain level of EQ. But even yeah. if they don't get it, but they laugh. It means they, they, they understand I'm in an interview. That interviewer has told a joke. Even though I don't think it's funny, I should probably laugh because it's uh, it, it's the polite thing to do. It's uh, <laughs> I, I, I find it works quite well. Um uh, it's it, it is it is tough with hiring. Uh, in terms, of, I know when when I was a recruitment consultant and I was hiring for other companies. Quite often, they, they would ask me to hire recruiters for them, and I do I do the an interviewing. And it's very difficult because if I meet a good recruiter, that would be perfect for this role in my client's company. But actually, they'd also be really good for my team, right? If they, if they're good at what they do, they'd be good at my team. But they'd in, but they'd also be good uh, to join. Uh, the company and get me a billing. Um, so I'm always, I was always in this awkward situation. Do I, do I give this candidate to the client and 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 get paid, or should I keep this candidate for my my, my own team and help me build my team? Um, but do do you do you have the same issue with interns? Obviously, you are helping interns find jobs and helping clients find great interns and fresh grads. Um, do you keep the good the best ones for yourself, uh, or or do you have different criteria to think of the that?
1: I always believe every company has different culture. And then I may see this intern as a good one, but doesn't mean it's good to other companies, you see. So yeah. using our platform, because we, we, we drive our, our engagement with the talent through our GoMonster community platform. So we just recently implement our assessment there. So this assessment is when they, before they even apply, we need to gauge with what's their values. What's their interest? What why do they want to even apply for the company? So from there, we actually could gauge whether it fits into our culture or not. So to me, uh, to judge a good intern, I always feel uh, like whether it fits in or not, the the the, the attitude, the the, the way you, you write, you know. So mm. so then I don't really define them as a good or bad yet, even by seeing the CV. It's really the the style yes. <laughs> so the energy you know so so it fits in the culture then we think it's good and definitely we get it first <laughs> so yeah. then if it's not too good or not, not not too good but it's they think that because they have they have their choice to select others option so they do select yeah. others then then and, and then we find the, the assessment is like good for us we will definitely offer them but it's still back to their choice uh. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah to make decision
0: yeah. I think you, yeah. can, you can have great candidates in terms of the skill the ability the uh, experience yeah. etc yeah. But they also have to fit not just the culture, but the, the current team members, the, the yes. boss. There has to be a synergy. There has to be a uh, uh, a match. And a candidate who is fantastic in one company might not fit another company uh, right. at, at, at at all. Um, but when, with with hiring uh, mostly young professionals, uh, interns, fresh grads, there's obviously always skills that you can only acquire on the job. Right? There's you you can do a degree in marketing. But in many ways, that doesn't really prepare you for real-life marketing. Education always tends to be at least five years behind where, uh, uh, where things life. are in the world. At least five years. And especially in uh, tech-related uh, roles. And, and, and marketing these days is a, a very tech uh, kind of role. Um, how, how, how do you fill in the skill gaps? How do you um, uh, make up for their lack of real-world knowledge and real-world skill?
1: this is very interesting for us one thing that we notice, right especially for gen z the upcoming young talent uh, their strength is self-learning because to them everything is online so if you could give them a feedback saying that i wanted to achieve this and i re- realized your technical skill on this i have to have improvement or something and then if they hear from the boss right hey, this is the area they want to me, they can find, figure out themselves. They they will self learn it. So they will Google and, and come back to me. You know, uh, what I can do better in that yeah. skill. So for example, digital marketing. I don't know how to set up SEO. I will tell them I don't know how to set up my SEO. I I know you you don't know, but figure out a way and let me know how. So the next day they will it's like, it's an assignment to them. They work on it. Okay, Z, I thought I did this, but first thing first is the boss has to know what they need, <laughs> then to mm. tell them. If not, you can just. You can't just throw them a problem. Say I don't know. Then they will lost. They will get lost. They don't know how to help you. But you could be more specific on this area. Then they could help you in the technical uh, 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 perspective. Like. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, And you and you mentioned Gen Z, and obviously that's a a big part of your kind of company identity. I think we've right. spoken about this in the past. I'm not I'm not the biggest believer in the differences between Gen X, Gen Z, Millennials, <laughs> sure. etc. But I, but I, of course, I, I recognise there are trends and and things like this. But for for Gen Z, what, what do you think are the most important differentiators at the moment? And and from a from a from a hiring manager's point of view, when they when they are trying to get interns on board, you know, you mentioned that they love to self learn. Um, what 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 are the things that you think someone hiring interns needs to know about Gen Z?
1: They are independent. <laughs> Yeah, so because if it's previous traditional culture, we tend to say, hey, you know, we are micromanaging it and we we need them to be there uh, 24-7, be on call, you know. So it's like, if I can't see you means you're not working, you know, Mm -hmm. those kind of mindset. But actually for Gen Z, if you don't don't see them, they are working too. They just arrange and plan by their, their own comfortable and they will they will use their way and they will achieve the goal if you set very clearly mm. and they are very independent just trust that they they, they will do it <laughs> if you give them a clear direction
0: <laughs> and that's yeah. i guess that's one of the positive things for, for you working mostly with gen z um mm. and especially you know uh, i guess the younger scale of, of jay-z in many cases what's the most frustrating thing for you what's 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 the thing that makes you think i i wish these guys would just do this a bit differently. I wish these guys could sort this out about themselves. Uh, What's the most frustrating thing?
1: Mm, Because this group of people, they have too many options and opportunity. So, uh, I feel sometimes they are really, uh, um, they need to perseverance a bit more. (laughs) (laughs) So, when they hit the hardship because things come too easy to them sometimes, they will kind of feel um it's okay you know uh, i'll I'll try other way so um, yeah the the how to say the the perseverance and the 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 mental strength to hold on something (laughs) and continue the hardship yes it's true that they 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 they, they might be not that strong compared to um us right so because we need to know the reason behind because things are easy to them now accessible right
0: and, and for yourself, yeah. And for yourself, when you talk about perseverance and mm. hitting hitting a wall, when I have an intern in, in, in my team, I I am one of the mentors. I also have a team of very experienced people who can uh, also act as mentor. Um, and I normally only have one, maximum two interns at a time. How is it for you when you are essentially not just being a boss but being a mentor uh, to? quite a lot of interns at once without any uh, strong layers of various levels of, of, of uh, seniority beneath you who can also be mentors. You're essentially the, the lone mentor to quite a lot of interns. Is that, is that kind of mentally exhausting for you?
1: Actually, right. <laughs> to be mm-hmm. honest, I don't have much. I, I don't mentor too many people. I only mentor mm. like, the core team, like probably three of them that's all uh right. the, the rest i actually train them or even get them to be the mentor we, even you're an intern you can be a mentor so we don't really say that you are a senior right. Right. A mentor. but as mm. long as you are here uh, one month before and you can be mentor already so i kind of gauge that you can actually date already since you know as long as we could transfer the the core values you know what's our, our culture like to the next mm. one and being a peer support for them
0: and you and you, you think you specifically attract interns that want to be leaders and want to play a mentoring role because because a lot of people don't want to do that right a lot of people just want to be given a job xyz do do that that and that um others other people they want to take on things that push them out of their comfort zone they they they, they want to be leaders as as soon as possible do you think do you think you you naturally attract that kind of interns
1: yeah i i attract people who want to take initiative so as i say the three i is one of the uh, criteria so if you are you could be an admin but i need an admin that have initiative so if an admin have initiative they eventually could you know support and mentor another person they could lead so uh, i always have a i'm a strong believer of if you are a leader uh is a good leader is to build more leaders in their life or anything so my mission is really building them as a leader too so so Mm. yeah even they don't want then they may not be in my culture
0: (laughs) yeah I think when, I think when in in the past when I've hired interns, it's it's always been for the purpose of converting that intern into a full time employee at, at some point. Right. Um, I I have hired interns who had no real interest in, in in recruitment, but they wanted the experience and they were really good and 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 I liked them so I hired them even even though I I knew they wouldn't um, stay on in, in terms of a full time role but mostly I I like people that I can push them on a a certain road uh, towards recruitment, HR, culture, employee branding, et et cetera. Um, How how do you advise um, companies in terms of finding people that will meet the the certain criteria that they have? So when I'm hiring people for my own team for interns or when I'm hiring management training programs, the competition is, is is so tough for the top tier of interns and fresh grads. You've got all the major consulting companies who have a massive presence in, in, in universities to pick out the, the people with the top, um, uh, the top degree scores. Uh, you have all the very large banks, FMCGs doing the same thing. For SMEs, for startups who actually get much more value from interns than, than a lot of the large companies, how how do you or what's the best way for them to attract interns fresh grads what's the best way for them to compete with the you know the the, the massive uh uh companies and the, the traditional kind of favorite places for people to do internships like the big consulting firms the big four and things like this
1: you might be surprised we did a research uh with 160 uh of a gen z uh, then we asked mm. them uh, if you for your cho- choice or for your career, uh, which industry would they, I mean, with what kind of type of business you would choose? Uh, surprisingly, it's 50 50. You know, hmm. uh, corporate is 50%, another 50% is SME and startup. And I think one challenge that they face of eventually not getting into SME or startup is because they do not know where to find them. Yeah. They are not mm-hmm. obvious to them, you know? That's why they get into the big names, right? So if I am an SME or I am a startup, for me I'm a startup. I need to put my name out there uh, to let them know I'm here. You know, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Choose us. Then, if they know about you, they notice about you. Then they will understand what's your business. They go to your website and try and check on you, and then they will decide. So I think first step is really how can your, how can you to put your name as an SME or, or startup your name out there and let them know about you first. Then yeah. they have a choice. You know, employer branding. Yeah, we discussed yeah. about that. Before. I-
0: and that's, and that's a service that you guys provide, right? The, the student influences within universities who help companies uh, promote their brand name and their employer brand uh, for, for companies, right?
1: Yeah, we, we have communities to bring your name uh, out through content and through events and they know about mm-hmm. you at least. Yeah. Because typical yeah. career fair, you are, you are just competing with so many brands and you, what more yeah. can you do? So we always think of ways, new ways to bring your brand out there. Yeah. It's, very, it's very it's
0: very relevant because recruitment nowadays is as much about content as it is about headhunting, uh and most recruitment teams are not really equipped to be able to produce large amounts of quality content which is time consuming and, and it's hard and, and takes a lot of creativity and and technical knowledge as well in many cases so it's fantastic to be able to outsource it to to somebody who knows yeah. a little better um but that's so. That's focus on what companies should do in order to attract the, the best uh, interns. What What do you think is a, a company's responsibility to an intern? I think I think in the old days, when 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 I was growing up, when I was going for inter- internships, interns were there to make tea and coffee, uh, yes. to do all the jobs that no one wanted to do. And I I've done my my fair share of that when I was uh, in the, in my late teens. Um, but it is different now, right? and companies are putting a lot of effort into giving interns the best experience, but also a lot of companies, they don't have a large HR team, they don't have a lot of resources to research what they should be doing for interns. So what what, what do you think are the key things that uh, companies need to give an intern for it to be kind of classed as a valuable and meaningful internship?
1: Yeah, to me really to understand what's their skill. So to, to us, we do a lot of assessment. Uh, understanding them because if you are experienced you kind of could gauge with the experience to know what are their skills so sometimes intern don't even know they are good in that area you know so it's good to you could help identify what is their skill throw them to roles that could could you know let them shine so for instance like my just a fun fact yeah my team especially the gen z most of them are scientists oh wow yeah, they, they study science, they are pharmaceutical science, biochemistry science. I got so surprised they are in my company. And if they are a scientist and they don't have a past working experience, how do I decide which role to, to get them in, right? So that's when uh, I understand them through assessment and then get them to also share what they are good in and then put them into yeah. the roles that fit into their skill that they have, not in their CVs, but it's the the really the soft skill, uh, the hard skills, like for example, for example, analytical skill. I put them into marketing. If you are in a very administrative operation and task basis i put them into operation and then let them shine in that role so so i guess it's really helping as a company it's important to 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 help them to identify what is their strength and their weakness and then put them into the role that could help them to shine you didn't know because if they 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 could shine in that role potentially could be your long-term employee already
0: yeah definitely so we're coming up to thirty minutes, Z. Uh, I, th- I think okay. we had planned for twenty. Uh, so hey, thank you, thank you so much for spending this time with me on, on, on the podcast. If people do thank want you. to get in touch with you about Monster and about uh, what you're doing and how you can help them with the interns and fresh grads, what's the, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, you can just follow me on LinkedIn, Z. And then uh, if if not, you can. Uh, we have our website uh so so you can check us out on the website so yeah, let's keep in touch from here
0: fantastic so best of luck with the upcoming monster awards I, I really look forward to it uh thank you so much again for for joining me today um and have a great weekend thanks for watching everyone have a great weekend and take care bye-bye thank
1: you bye-bye